Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, Lonnie, hmm? you have told me that you're not the biggest fan of this movie. And I'd like to see if I can guess the two main reasons that I think you've had an issue with it. Okay, far away. <laughs> These are very spoiler heavy. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, don't listen to the podcast, I guess. Um, okay, so I think your first issue is the reveal of who Zerg was. Yeah, stupid. Okay. And I think your second issue was that with the time jumps and stuff, we maybe skipped the most interesting part of the story. I would argue we missed everything interesting about the story. So yes, on the right track. So you're saying I, I know you and I know your qualms. <laughs> uh, but do you, do you know the bit I love the most? Which character in particular? Obviously Socks. Obviously Socks, yes. The one saving grace. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Hello there, this is I Only Like You and Movies. My name's Lonnie. I'm here with Sine. How's it going, Sine? Hello, I'm well, thank you. You're a big Toy Story fan, aren't you? Huge Toy Story fan. I think Toy Story 2 is actually my favourite. Is that controversial to say? I mean, they're all great. Even number four, I think, is, is also very good, even though the, the first three are perfection. Mm. Number four is going to be a little bit less well-received. Number two, I think, is probably the best film overall. But that's like comparing something perfect to something else perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. Like comparing a, a dog to a cat. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Lightyear is the latest Toy Story adjacent film, and yeah, you know, people have been giving it a little bit of bit of uh, they, sass. Sass. That's a way of putting it. When it first was announced, what it was, and how they were trying to explain the film. Have, have they tried to explain it again? It's the. Not, I need not... to look it up. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. It's Chris Evans, wasn't it? Yeah. He said. So Chris Evans said. And just to be clear, this isn't Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is the origin story of the human Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based on. <laughs> Which caused much confusion because it's like, is this in the universe? Is Buzz Lightyear someone that Andy looked up to as a kid? As it's been revealed later on in the marketing, in the film itself now, this is about Buzz Lightyear, the movie within the Toy Story universe that Andy saw and then loved and got the toy based off the movie. Um, the reason I bring this up is that Given the confusion and the, the memes and the laughs made at Chris Evans for making that tweet, I was still excited about this because I like Buzz Lightyear. I thought it could be fun to have a you know fun mm-hmm. space-faring adventure. Why didn't we get that film, Sine? Why did we get a boring movie about loss and memory and everyone around you dying and just boring greyness on a dumb planet? Wow. Well, you've gone in very hard there. I liked it. Mm. Well, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a fun It's been fun, fun time. doing this podcast with you, Sine. But... 
You liked it, did you? Okay, should we explain what it's about before we get to in the weeds? Sure, let's go for it. Is that my cue? You can go if you like. All right. So um, Buzz is a space ranger and he his job is to like explore pl- space and other planets and he lands on a strange planet but the planet is hostile and wants to kill him and his crew. And so for some reason, oh, no, he makes an error. He tries to leave in the ship but then crashes the ship and then for some reason they can't get the ship back up unless they do some cool time travel stuff. Maybe it wasn't that good. I'm very confused. (laughs) They get marooned, you're right, and they need to get some sort of special space crystal to get the hyperdrive working again, I think. And but why got, do they need to get the hyperdrive? To get oh, the so ship they can back travel up. in space. Yeah, to get gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Get off the planet and start spacefaring mm-hmm. again. And he's got to test it to get it right because they lost the last crystal or whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. So he doesn't do any space adventuring. He just, he's marooned on a planet and he's doing his own little mission, the whole movie. What? They do go to another planet. No, yeah, they go to the same planet repeatedly, and it's just grey oh, and boring. It's a different space on the planet, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, there's one point where Buzz is like, says to his mate, his best mate, who's been staying behind while he goes and do all these adventures, because when he tests the crystal out, he jumps forward like four years, four years in the future every time. Mm-hmm. And says something to his mate, like, I wish we could be out there just being space rangers again. And I was like... Yes, I agree. I wish you were out there doing space adventures, not just this the whole time. Oh, just I, I'm not the first person to say this on internet commentary, but it just seems like a massive waste opportunity because a fun adventure, Star Wars-esque, of you know, doing adventures, fighting off baddies and whatever, is just replaced by this really weird, clunky movie. Wow. I don't know if you remember the beginning of Toy Story 2, your favourite film of all time, as you just mentioned, but there's that when they're playing the Buzz Lightyear game. Yes, and the he's year going, game. Yeah, and he goes through through mm-hmm. Zerg and he goes to, he has to like use lasers to defeat the robots and stuff. Yeah, Rex what? is trying to beat it. Why didn't we just have that for an hour and a half? Wouldn't that have been brilliant? Well, here's my my question. Yeah. I want to dive into some of the metatextual stuff, if that's Okay. Okay. So I know it's the film based on the character of the toy, whatever. So firstly, is this like a live action film to them? I suppose to so. Andy? Yeah, I guess so. Because they're all animated? Well, unless you think Andy lives in a universe where he's a cartoon sort of thing. But yeah, I guess so. Okay, great. Mm. Good to know. I... So if he's, right, Tim Allen was asked about his thoughts and he's like, it doesn't really matter what I think, this is its own iteration, Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm. Here's where I have issue with that. So when Buzz appears in Toy Story World, he has all these memories, right, of these space adventures he'd been on and he knew what to do in a strange planet with the air and all Mm -hmm. that stuff, right? When Barbie is introduced in Toy Story 2, aren't there lots of Barbies who have the same voice? Yeah, and they're all aware that they're they're different versions of the same Barbie, aren't they? Yes. Mm. So 
wouldn't it make sense for this Buzz to have the same voice as Tim Allen? Because if Tim Allen's toy is based on this film, why would they get a rando voice to put in the toy? Um, I know what you, I know what you're getting at there. I don't think it's common though that they get someone random who they don't have to pay as much money to do the toy voice. Yeah, but the, it wasn't mm. established as a thing in the universe though mm. with yeah, Barbie. I feel you. You know, you feel feel me what I'm saying? Isn't there this thing about doesn't Tom Hanks's brother do the voice of all the Woody toys? Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. But you're right; it's it's wildly different. The the Chris Evans version of Lightyear's voice compared to the, the wacky Tim Allen version. But it should it should be the same buzz though, shouldn't it? Regardless of who voices the character. Yeah, and he's suggesting these characters are very different. Yes. Yes, I agree. <laughs> one's good and one's bad, for example. Well, actually, yes, but not in the way that you think. Buzz was quite bad in the first Toy Story. Like he he had these, was it second? I can't remember. Had these things to overcome and realised that he needed to work as a team rather than being, you know, the alpha in charge of everything. And this one he just figures that out quite quickly. And Well, I've always thought that the Buzz Lightyear from the first Toy Story film, that whatever the magic in the universe that brings toys to life, Something went a bit wrong with him because he thought he was real. He didn't. He didn't realize he was a toy, like everyone else mm. seems to have known. And that no one else in the Toy Story universe mentions. Oh, this is what I was like when I first became a toy. So something went wrong with Buzz, but he That's thought true. he was real, right? Yeah. But the the Buzz, his characterization when he thinks he's real, doesn't particularly match the Buzz from the film, does it? The light no, film, that is. It does not. That while we while we're mentioning it, you're saying his his whole lesson is that he's got to learn to overcome being an alpha male and be part of a team or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I get that. That's a fair enough story. His team, though, is awful. They're the clumsiest Terrible. pieces of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Sorry. To... Oh, my God. But it gets to a certain point where he, he gets his ragtag bunch of um, losers to help him out, right? Including Taika Waititi. And is it? I don't mind him. His character's fine. But the whole thing is that, like... They're not the cream of the crop because everyone else has been taken away or whatever, or they're hiding or whatever it happened to be. And these are the ones that are left. But from then on, when, when Buzz reluctantly agrees to have them as part of their Bobby's crew, every plot machination is moved forward by them dropping the thing or falling over or accidentally identifying themselves to the bugs. It just seemed very lazy that everything that happens from then on is because of their error. I'm like, Buzz is right to not be happy with these people because they're awful. Mm. Mm. And, he, yeah. and you're totally right. His his realization that you've got to be part of a team comes so so late and very quickly, doesn't it? Mm. I feel I was a bit confused. So that that those team members mm. were they locked out of the um, laser shield thing? Were they able to get back? No, I, I think they either forgotten about or they had sneaked out or something like that. Like, does the shield have to open for goings and comings and then... I suppose so, yeah. Right, hmm. okay. A bit odd. Um, again, not the first person to say this in the commentary of this film, but I don't believe for one second that this is a film that a 12-year-old boy in 1995 would have fallen in love with. I think that's my biggest issue. Right. Because... <clears throat> because, firstly, why are there no other action figures? 
Why aren't there action figures mm. of socks, for example? Mm-hmm. That would be who I would gravitate mm-hmm. towards, getting an action figure of. Yeah. If socks and buzz were so close, surely socks would have been sold as an added extra. Absolutely. To the little, like a little Barbie accessory, Yeah, if there's any character a little kid's going to gravitate towards, it's socks, right? Socks went off with a hit in my cinema. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. All the kids loved it. Um. I just, like, it doesn't really make sense. This is this problem with doing prequel-esque things Mm. is that you've got to retcon the whole universe and it's like, could we not just make something different? And, like, obviously the reason why Sox is in the first Toy Story film is because this wasn't around 20 years ago. Like, they're trying to retrofit it. I understand why, but maybe it doesn't work then if you have to retrofit it and it's awkward and clumsy, right? Exactly. Exactly. don't even try. And I think that's the director of this film has been talking about how when he was a kid, his dad took him to see um, Star Wars and he just loved it and fell in love with movies and, you know, that's why he wanted to, to make the film that Andy fell in love with as a kid. It's like, well, why don't you make a good film that a kid would have fallen in love with then? Sorry, mm-hmm. that, that seems really harsh, right? But it doesn't seem like it's a sort of fun adventure film like Star Wars that kids fall in love with, you know? They've made this, I think, this Sunday movies and Meso talked about it being like a interstellar mediation on on the passing of time and how everyone you know will die. <laughs> it just seems very strange. This is the sort of film that they are trying to make for kids. Mm. I don't understand it. I will say, though, and I think you're right, the film itself is, is pretty well made and it hits all the right notes and as a film it's quite competent. It looks beautiful, like every Pixar film. My only complaint there is that a lot of it's set in a grey, dull planet, but still pretty pretty interesting that in... The filmmaking side of things, I was looking, you could take any shot from this and it'd be, it'd be amazing uh, image, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. The lighting was beautiful. It just, it just, it's just come around a bit awkwardly in what they were trying to do, how they framed it, and what it could have been, which is it could have been a fun adventure, like the next sequel, they're obviously setting up at the very last minute of this film. That looks fun, doesn't it? Going on an adventure in space with all your buddies do that don't set this up and then be like oh by the way the next one's gonna be fun make this one fun i knew you were gonna have that issue <laughs> zerg listen okay sure yeah sorry i'll cut you off there do you think zerg's stupid the way they do it in this film okay so i have so many questions about zerg so was it not a reveal in toy story 2 that zerg was buzz's father in a luke i am your father-esque moment Absolutely. I've seen some comments, though, that the so the, the reveal here is that it's Buzz from the future, which doesn't make sense. I don't know. Probably not. Apparently, though, it's, it's more like Buzz of the future has taken the empty Zerg suit. So there is a Zerg out there somewhere. And then this is just <sighs> a Buzz who's taken it on. Because apparently there was a post-credit scene, which I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see himself, but... Zerg is still I there, stayed. apparently. Oh, you saw yeah. that? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So... It's literally just him floating in space and then his eyes light up, so he's not. we know he's not dead. Yeah. That's it. But it's not Buzz from the future. It's actually the real Zerg. Is that the idea? Well, no. It's the same Zerg that was in the, in the uniform thing mm. that yeah. was chasing Buzz's ship. That's who it is. If, so if it has to still be the same Buzz, right? Well, well if it's the idea that... Buzz in the future just took Emperor Zerg's ship in his in his space suit and whatever, right? 
and there is a real Zerg out there somewhere else, they should have made that much clearer because you're right, everyone I've spoken to, everyone I've seen is like, well, hey, Toy Story 2, the film I've seen a million times as a kid, there was a real they were father and son, so that mm-hmm. doesn't seem right. And it's just a bit of a dissonant sort of uh, and they're like, hit, well, this you know? is our own, our own film. But no, the toys have memories of their life, though. <laughs> exactly. So, you, you've set this up to be in-universe mm-hmm. real. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Very weird. So I think there is potential that there is a real Zerg out there somewhere, but they sort of muddled it a bit, didn't they? I, I think that stinks of people being like, there's a plot hole here that you haven't addressed, and then mm. being like, oh, um... Uh, there's actually two Zergs. Like that seems like the laziest explanation that's been, yeah. you know, said retroactively when people had an issue with it. Didn't really, yeah, didn't make much sense. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Do you think they're setting up the older Buzz Lightyear to be voiced by Tim Allen? Oh. That would have been nice. That would have been nice, wouldn't it? I want. I. I don't blame him for not wanting to do it if that's what happened. I, I've got no proof of that. I'm just. It seems like that was the, that would be the setup, wouldn't it? That you'd get the yeah. real Buzz voice to do the old Buzz, and make him a villain. That'd be fun, but no. No. I saw a, a fun video. It's on those pitch meeting videos about this, and it's hitting some of the same notes we're hitting here. But they mentioned that. You know, Socks is his robotic cat who's helping him out mm-hmm. as his companion animal, right? But doesn't do much companioning because Buzz is off in the future and and, and not around for large parts of Socks' existence. It's the point where Buzz is like, he comes back for his mission and they're going to decommission his mission. Sorry for saying mission so <laughs> yeah. many times. They're, they're stopping the mission, right? And so then they're like, oh, and by the way, we're going to take your cat away. And then that gives them a chance to run away together. Like, you couldn't have taken the cat away any time the last four minutes, four years, sorry, when Buzz wasn't here. Why do you wait until mm. now? Isn't that weird? Fair point. Fair point. I understand why, because I need him to yeah. be around still, but odd. Is is this an opportunity for me to start gushing about socks and how much I loved it? Absolutely. Okay. Um, best character, without a question. Mm-hmm. Has all these little skills. Got little poison darts, um, USB tail. <laughs> it's a little like I can't remember the name of those cats and dogs when, like, in the early two thousands, the electronic ones. But I had one. I had a mm. little dog. Oh yeah. And oh my god, the nostalgia that came back. <laughs> and actually, I'll touch on nostalgia in a little bit because I want to say something else about mm. that. I felt like the bonding scene 
between Socks and Buzz could have gone on a little further. Mm. Like I don't feel like they established that connection enough before all of a sudden we were in the other thing. And then also you're right, when Buzz returned every four years, we never saw Socks throughout that. We never saw mm. him. It could have been nice to see him working away in the background on that fuel yeah, thing that he was trying to work out. Although maybe it didn't, the joke doesn't work then that he's been working on it for 22 years, yeah, you know. Just, yeah. But I don't know. Basically, I just want more socks more is socks essentially all the, time. Yeah. the thing. But again, so I had little kids in my cinema and they were so into this film, mm. like really into it, which I think made me open myself up to it a little bit more. Sure. Like they literally had that little kid of, don't do it, Buzz. <laughs> oh, no, he's too late. Like yeah. that sort of thing, which was just so sweet. And socks went off. It was a hoot. Honestly, anything he did, meow, 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 yeah. the little confetti spit out. Yeah. <laughs> Just perfect, truly. That's good. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh on it then. I, I think, as I said, I liked, I think the film, for what it was, was great. Hitting all the right notes for the film it was, but I just feel like they sort of set set themselves down a path which I wasn't on board for. The path they yeah. went down one, they did well, good job at, but I think they could have really paired it right back and just made a fun space adventure when they made it to something mm. very strange. While we're talking about um, characters, could I just say something quickly on Taika Waititi's character? Sure. I'm going to preface this by saying I don't hate Taika Waititi just because he's becoming popular. Okay? okay so you're, you're doing don't. tall poppy syndrome, are you? I'm not. You're not doing oh, Okay, right. Sure. <laughs> the issue I have mm. with him voicing characters is that he's not acting he's essentially become a cameo at this point right mm. and because his voice is so recognizable because every character that he does this with is exactly the same mm. i'm yeah, gonna make that claim similar to the marvel cool, the whatever his name is mm. yeah exactly the same right and that's fine but it takes away from the story. What happens is you're immersed in this story for two mm. hours or whatever, and then there's a 10-minute chunk in the middle where it's like, oh, everyone, Taika Waititi has to do his stupid little thing that he does all the time. Oh, yay, Taika's here. Yay, let's all watch Taika. Oh, okay, he's done now. Let's slip back into the universe of the film. It doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. It's I think insane. the only time it does work is if it's, like, relevant to the universe, like you were saying if Tim Allen voiced Older Buzz. Mm. That would make sense because it's it's a callback to something in universe. Having Tyker do his stupid little one man show, it, it really detracts from every single film he's in. I'm sorry. I think it kind of works in the Marvel universe because that is popular with so many American voices. Then all of a sudden you've got a little Kiwi voice on this big yes. man mountain. I think that's kind of fun. But you're right, it's diminishing returns, isn't it? After a while. And there's, there's not many so. other little Kiwi voices out there in the, in the voiceover world, no. is there? So it does really stick out. Did you recognise Bill Hader's voice as well as Featheringhamston? I did not. The rookie. Yeah, the first rookie. Yeah. So I was going to say, I, I kept thinking the rookie would come back. I thought the yeah, rookie would turn out to be Diego, who was helping with the ship. And then I mm. thought, oh, the rookie's in the Zerg suit. Like, it's not Buzz mm. from the future. It's the rookie who's... Mm turn bad because Buzz never helped him or liked him. Mm, that'd be interesting. Ne never comes back. Buzz Dis never learns his lesson about that. Mm, exactly. <laughs> disappears into the ether. 
yeah, it felt a bit manufactured, some of the lessons the buzz learnt. For sure. Um, should we talk about the gay kiss? Did the kids in your in your theatre, were they outraged? Were they crying? Were they vomiting? Oh, they were completely shocked and screaming at their mother, why did you do this to me? Um, it literally had no reaction. Quite. When it happened, I was like, is that is that what they're talking about? Cause like, <laughs> I must have blinked because I didn't see it. Or it, it was so non it was when they cut I'd... back and yeah. the kid was going to college. Yeah, there's a quick kiss, right? Yeah. Either it's I didn't literally like a peck. <laughs> yeah, either I didn't I blinked, looked away for a second, or it happened and it just washed over me. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. So such manufactured bullshit, isn't it? All those culture wars about uh, that. It's literally ridiculous. They think that they hear the words same sex kiss and they imagine like R rated porn with nude Yeah, well to some people Anything that's not heterosexual is pornographic, so they just can't handle it, can it's they? It's not. <laughs> it's really not. It's Parents kiss their kids on the lips all the time. Yeah, I know some adult kids who kiss their parents on the lips, which is gross and weird, but it's just a kiss. It's not. There's no tongue. It's not like they're going at it. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's the most no. ridiculous thing have a couple of annoying story things I'd like to mention, both of which happened in the first, like, five minutes. Okay. So Buzz and what's the lady's name? Hawthorne are on the planet yeah. and they're running away from the vines. Mm-hmm. They put on stealth mode. Mm-hmm. They continue to run in a straight line. Yes. And you can see their footprints. Yeah. How is that stealth? Not particularly stealth, is it? Put stealth, run into the bushes, mm-hmm. then they can't see you. Take that opportunity to hide. I saw... I can't believe I have to tell you this. I think it was from Pitch Mini again, but they said, why would they send the whole ship down with all the people on it? Why not just send a little, mm-hmm. like, probe ship? That would make because, sense. I mean, because the plot has happened, but still. They're good. Props don't. Oh, I've also got um, Buzz tries to shoot at the vines mm. and then throws away his gun. I noticed that too. He like just two. tosses it. No, you can probably put some more bullets in that or you I'm know, sure laser you've got more bullets on the ship. Yeah. Like maybe don't get rid of the whole gun. It's not a really expensive I mean, gun that the you know, the government or whatever has paid for. Yeah. Like presumably there's other guns on the ship, but there's not an infinite amount of yeah. guns on the ship. Right? Yeah. <sighs> Wasteful. Wasteful and ridiculous. The final point I want to touch on which I think I've realised from talking to you, is I don't think this movie was made for kids, which mm. further supports your thing that Andy wouldn't have fallen in love with this. Yeah. And there's a, a small moment that made me feel like this. Sorry, did you want to say something? I'm just saying that's totally right. And it doesn't have to be made for kids, but don't frame your whole film as this is what yes. did this, you know. So that's what you're going to do. For sure. So there's one moment in the film that made me realise, ah, this isn't for children at all. Mm. This is for us. Mm. This is for adults who have seen the first three Toy Stories and have had this sort of distance from it because we're older now and we're not Mm. the demographic. And the moment is when he's in the ship and he takes Ivan, the, um, what's it called, artificial intelligence Mm. thing that's in his ship, and he blows in the cartridge to put it back. Yeah, that was fun. Which is only there for people who used to use like 
the original Nintendos and Super Nintendos where you had to blow in the cartridge and stick it back in to make it work, right? Because dust would get mm. caught. This film is for us. It's not for kids at all. There's the nostalgia with that. There's the nostalgia with hearing them say to infinity and beyond. Kids who are watching this today wouldn't have seen the original Toy Story in the same way because mm. they, if for them to be young enough to enjoy this film, they would be too old or too young to have seen Toy Story, right? Well, Toy Story would just be something else that's on the app for them. Wouldn't have been the film they exactly, exactly. When it first came out, etc. Yeah. And I think perhaps that's where that dissonance that you're mentioning comes from, is that this isn't the same as the other Toy Stories. It doesn't really fit into universe because it's made for people who have saw Toy Story as a child. I agree. I, with that, that's a great point. That said, they still could have made a fun movie for adults. You know? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. One one comment I've I've seen, not sure how true it is, but it's kind of it's a way of reworking the film with head canon, if you will, was that mm-hmm. this film is like the twenty two, the twenty twenty two remake in this in the uh, Toy Story universe of the fun cartoon from the nineteen nineties, yeah. and yeah. they've tried to make a big budget reboot series reboot of this. I don't know. But even then, it's not that. It could have been more serious if that's what it's going to be. Like, as I said, there are so many things where it's just like, oh, they dropped the thing and that led to the the baddies running after him now. Mm. So it's kind of an awkward mix of serious stuff but awkward clumsiness as well. But, yeah, I think it's a good point. And they could have done more of that, couldn't they, of the like the blowing of the cartridge. And that, that was a fun thing that the adults yeah. in my theatre laughed at. But that was about well, the Well, even now bit. I'm thinking, you're right, there's this really stupid sort of quite low-level jokes where they drop stuff or whatever, which, you know, the kids really like, but the adults mm. weren't laughing at all. And then there's those little things for for adults to sort of, I don't know, re-engage them in the story and mm. don't really know what their target market is with this. Yeah, interesting. They'll, they'll do more, I reckon, as long as it makes enough money, which I think it has. Mm. And it hasn't got horrible reviews, so that would lend themselves to making another one in this universe. I reckon don't make another film, mm. turn it into a series of Buzz's Space Adventures mm. and stick it on Disney Plus and have that for kids to watch after school. Well, that's what there was back in the late 90s, early 2000s. There was a series, apparently. I thought so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we were seeing <laughs> on, I... on Saturday Disney once or twice. Classic. Um, yeah, I know, right? And, but I think that was maybe made by someone, like, wasn't by the Pixar team, so there's a bit of, I think there's a bit of behind-the-scenes uh, fighting about who owned that mm. direction mm. and whatnot. So I don't think that was necessarily what they were going to remake here. But maybe they yeah, they backed themselves into a corner perhaps by not just making that show. They've made something else that's a bit more serious, but I don't know. Um, maybe we don't need it then. Maybe if there's a show maybe. that already existed that people mm. liked, maybe mm. we don't need to recreate it, you know. I'm, I'm all for making this movie. I just think they didn't didn't make what they've sort of said they're making, you know? Yeah. Like, say what you feel about the original Star Wars film, but at least it's fun. Yeah. Is, it, is this fun? Well, I had, I had yeah, some fun. You had fun. The kids had fun in your theatre. So maybe I'm the curmudgeon here. Maybe maybe you're the curmudgeon old man sitting in the back row with his <laughs> arms folded being yeah. like, back in my day, Buzz wasn't like this. <laughs> What about the thing about he was trying to get the the 
robots to say Buzz and they said Zerg instead. That makes no sense. It's not even similar, right? If you can say, so you can say the Z in Zerg, which means you can say the Z in Buzz. Yeah. Z doesn't really have two different ways of saying it. Yeah. Not like T or whatever. So wouldn't it be just Buzz? Mm. Wouldn't that be more like what they could say? Yeah, that, it felt quite weak, that one, didn't it? Yeah. Well, again, because they're trying to wreck on it, yeah. <laughs> trying to yeah. give a reason for something that they – there's clearly a direction there. Clearly Zerg is his own character who's Buzz's father because that's – the whole thing was – it's a Star Wars parody, right? Like that's yeah. the whole thing about Buzz. <sighs> that really annoyed me, to be honest. Mm. All right. Well, final, final summations. What do you reckon? Writing? Yeah. Um – Give it three and a half. Hmm. So rating doesn't mean anything anymore, I guess. <laughs> Lose all meaning. I no, thought it was right. fun and I don't know. It's just a bit of fun. Okay. <laughs> Great quote for them to put on the poster. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to give it two stars. Two? Yeah, that was okay. But as I said, I think if it, if it wasn't set up to be, if it was just a random movie, Without mm-hmm. the Buzz Lightyear stuff, you'd probably think it's fine, but it's just, um, yeah, sorry, losing a few stars because of that. Well, there you go. Anyway. Well, that's about us talking about uh, Lightyear. I think we've done a Toy Story 4 review back in the day, so you can look that up in our, in our history. Um, and, you know, pretty much everything else in the last six or so years we've done a review on. It's true. Can people find you have us? too many podcasts, really. Yeah, not too long without much success. <laughs> Why are we still doing it? We I don't like, know. We like doing it. Because it's a bit of fun. It doesn't hurt, does it? <laughs> um, we're on Twitter, aren't we, Sinead? We are. We're at I Only Like You Pod. Come yeah. hang. Come hang out. I mean, don't hang. I mean, just see us on your feed. Scroll through it. Yeah. Engage. Give us though. a like, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit the love heart button. You know, that'd be nice. <laughs> All right, we'll be back soon. We've got lots of pods coming up in the future, and we'll uh, see you then. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.